Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending March 31st, 2023. I'm Sophie Antal-Joubert, and I'm joined today by my colleague and friend, Paul Eidelman, Chief Investment Strategist for Russell Investments. Hi, Paul. How are you? Yeah, great. How are you, Sophie? I am very good. Thank you. Good. I've been looking forward to a chat. With everything that is going on with the banks, I definitely want to get an update from you on where we stand currently. I know also that you have been educating your three-year-old on banks, so <laughs> I'm hoping for an updated version on that as well. Yeah. Um, and then markets have been reacting. What is your view on their reactions to banks versus other, other news that's been going on? Sound good? Yeah, it does. All right, so let's start with the banks. Um, first, how is your three-year-old understanding the banks, and how would you like <laughs> us to understand and what's going on with the banks. Well, the three-year-old still doesn't know what a bank is, but um, for the week, it's been a week of no news, and, and no news is good news right now. So we haven't had any more bank failures. There still have been two important developments. Last Friday, right after we finished shooting the Market Week in Review, there was a lot of volatility around Deutsche Bank in Germany. Their credit default swap spread spiked. Their equity price was down, I think, 10 to 15% on the day, which is meaningful. And as sort of markets cooled off over the weekend into this week, it seems like European regulators have focused in on a single uh, $5 million trade on a, a junior credit default swap as driving, sort of driving and fueling a lot of that sell-off and, and volatility. And that, that kind of speaks to some of the fragility and the important role that confidence can play around banks right now in a period that they've been under enormous scrutiny and there's been a lot of focus. I think as a reminder, Deutsche Bank is a very large uh, bank. They're a systemically important financial institution. They're very well capitalized. They have very high liquidity coverage ratios. And unlike Credit Suisse that actually did get into problems, Deutsche Bank is actually quite profitable. And that's important because in periods of stress, it allows them to sort of absorb some uh, capital damage through their internal funds. Nevertheless, it does seem like that situation with Deutsche Bank has settled down. They're Credit default swap spreads have compressed back in about 25% of the way this week. And, and broadly speaking, we're, we've seen sort of a stabilization in the European banking uh, situation, which is welcome news. Uh, I think on the U.S. side as well, we, we're kind of getting more information to suggest that the pace of deposit outflows has slowed. And importantly as well, uh, just this morning, we got to look into the Federal Reserve's balance sheet uh, at how much small banks are tapping those emergency liquidity programs that the Fed has put in place, the discount window in this sort of brand new bank term funding program. And there is pretty good news too, where over the last two weeks, we've actually seen uh, incrementally less usage in that emergency liquidity, which kind of means that not as many small banks are facing extreme liquidity pressures anymore where they have to tap into uh, the central bank. So at least for now, even though it's sort of very early days, we're only two weeks into this, it looks like conditions have stabilized globally, both in the United States and Europe. That is a relief um, because the last two weeks have been interesting and sort of had everybody on tenterhooks a little bit. Yep. How are markets reacting this week? Uh, it's been viewed positively. This has been a, a risk on week in, in global financial markets. We're seeing uh, both equities and bond yields rise. From a U.S. equity market perspective, the S&P 500 index through Thursday's close here is up about 2%. Uh, and we're seeing Treasury yields rise, particularly at the front end of the curve. So as these banking fears have eased a little bit, that's also caused investors to maybe think the Fed won't cut quite as much by the end of this year as they were previously 
uh, anticipating. And so higher bond yields across the curve, but particularly at the front end, that's most sensitive to uh, pricing around uh, Federal Reserve expectations. Great. And markets outside of the U.S. similarly? Yeah, generally positive. broadly up. The emerging markets up also about 2% on the week. Excellent. Well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for, Paul. But thank you so much for your insights. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for joining us. We'll see you again soon.